The Wisp Turlington Show. This is Alec Baldwin. Hello, kitties. This is Alice Cooper. Hey, yo, Hulk Hogan here. Hello, this is Angus Young and... Brian Johnson of ACDC. Hi, this is Tom Johnston. And Pat Simmons. Of the Doobie Brothers. Hi, this is John Mellencamp. Hey, what's up? This is Ryan from Drowning Pool. Hi, this is Steven Tyler from Aerosmith. Yeah, this is Cocaine Steve from Cocaine Steve and the Queefs. And you're listening to the Wisp Turlington Show. Wisp Turlington. Do I make you horny, baby? Jeff the Angry Man Garlock. Do I make you randy? Greg Lemonsour. Come again. Art Spart. Sex? Yes, please. If you hear these names, you know you're listening to the Wisp Turlington Show. Only on 108.9 The Hawk. 603 on 108.9 The Hawk. And uh, Scotty, our producer in the, uh, the booth over there right behind the glass. You know, Scotty, I know we were talking about shortening the Wisp Turlington show open. And thank you for that, Scotty. Yeah. That is a nice, nice regular length for the morning. But the clips, Scotty. I Good said, amount you know, of clips, Scotty, you it was by the, the way. My, I, it felt right. It also I love felt like I heard my name clear. You did. And Crystal, it was just like, I was like, oh, there I am. I'm there a member of this team again. Thank you. I, I was just a little, I, there's a little thing I got, I just got to, I got to stick on this, Scotty. Um, I said, if we're going to use clips, we can use them for three movies. Dazed and Confused, uh, Twister, uh, Titanic. Uh, and uh, that, that seems to be just, uh, just the Austin Powers stuff. It was a fair amount of Austin Powers. I won't yeah. lie. I did notice a lot of Austin. Um, unless he okay. shows up in Twister, I haven't watched it in a while. He could, he could. I do. They're Maybe he's on it. the it's cow. Is he riding on the cow, saying, "Do I make you horny, he's, cow?" He's right, riding the cow, and then you just hear this. Do I make you Randy? Oh yes. <laughs> oh, oh. Yeah. hey, oh, it gotta is, love Twister. <laughs> you gotta love Twister. It is six oh four right here on one hundred eight point nine. The Hawk. We're just getting juiced up, baby. Wake up, Valverde. I know you're out there. You're probably waking up, going to your really, really sad job. Uh, and you need us to cheer you up. And that's exactly what we're going to do. We've got a great guest coming in in just a second. Oh. Uh, Jeff, I'm very excited. He's an old friend of the show. And uh, yes, God, I've been here before time. many times. And we're so saying it's not Skeet Ulrich. It Skeet's is not Skeet. coming up in the 8 o'clock hour. He's been waiting out there, though. You He's know, I, got, I woke up on the uh, couch because yes. I slept here again because I had to do the late night as well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, and I woke up at 4.45 because I had to take... A Clydesdale-style pee. Uh-huh. And that skeet was hanging out on my couch when I got out of the bathroom. He was ready to go. He, he was, was ready like, to go. He was he like, was I already... can't wait to do the 6 o'clock hour. And you're like, well, skeet, you're coming up at 9. Yeah, you got a little time, skeet. But oh, speak. my God. I do have one thing I got to harp on here again, too. Not just, we're not talking the Austin Powers clips. I'm sorry, Scotty. Uh, the uh, Valverde rag headline, I don't know if you saw it this morning. Uh, oh. Jeff, the, uh, the old gray lady got me. What what is what's the old gray lady doing nowadays? The, uh, the headline is: Has that old bastard Wisp Turlington gone mellow? By Steve Lust and Vanessa Creve. Oh wow! It must be new. I don't know these writers. That's gotcha journalism right there. I think that is a little bit of gotcha journalism. That's, that's now a gotcha journalism you, headline. Yeah, has the old bastard gone mellow? I mean, like I said, I do appreciate hearing my name crystal clear in the beginning. Right. Of the podcast. So I guess that might be my answer. Does that feel mellow to you? You also have not that admonished is a me yet. That is a non-answer. It, I don't wait, really. Uh, we've done this long enough. I thought I could get some truth. Like oh, my, I'll give my, you my the old truth. friend John Lennon said, give me some truth. 
That, that is true. He did say that all the time, too. Yes. That was my favorite part of That was of his catchphrase. Oh, when my he God, he was doing five at the improv? Oh, his tie five. And, but he always does it in, like, a goon's accent. Like, he's oh, always doing, oh, like, he's you like, know that's, <laughs> Oh, that's, that's, that, is, that is humor right there. That is uh, humor. 605, 108.9 The Hawk. And let's get right to it. Ladies and gentlemen, if you know two things, two things in Valverde, you know hot tubs, you know hot sauce, and the man that gives both of them to you, the one, the only, Trip Larson. Welcome to the Wist Turlington Show. Welcome back, I should hey, say. Hey, everybody. Oh, <laughs> oh, buddy, uh, buddy. Wow. Excited to be here. Excited to be here. Uh, really excited because, uh, you know what? I want to tell you this much. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I know you're upset about that newspaper article. Came out. I read pissed. it. I read it. I read it. You oh. know, but in the words of uh, Dr. Evil, uh, Cut me some slack, you know. Uh, throw me a freaking bone, right? <laughs> throw me a freaking bone over <laughs> here. And Scotty, maybe Steve put that Lust. clip in the next one there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Scotty, could you? You know, get the, that okay. Well, good. I'm gonna tell you something about the that that newspaper. It's a it's a scam. It's a, it really it's a straight is. up scam. Uh, I'll tell you, I've been putting ads in there since God knows uh, 1992. Yeah, and uh, and you know, I just get a full page uh, spread in there for you know a couple hundred bucks. Yeah. Now they want it, they want you to give me like a half page spread for two thousand dollars. I'm, I'm a, what, what, what about uh, being a loyal customer? What about being uh, you know uh, nice in this economy? They, they, the, <laughs> that they're 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 they got their heads up their their uh, butts. I tell you, the old gray lady not old looking out lady. for the small businessman in oh, that's, you got it. And you I got mean, you gotta, you gotta. Yeah, you I got mean, because times are tough. Times are tough, and uh, you know what? And we gotta, we gotta all work together, yeah. uh, and uh, we all gotta relax. And that's really. Uh, I mean, to in me, this economy, you should be getting two pages for the price of one. You should have one amen. page just for the hot tub, one for the hot sauce, if you know what I mean. Uh, I will tell you, yeah. Frankie says relax, and so does Trip Larson. <laughs> <laughs> I do, I do. Um, uh, you know, I, I mean, here's the thing, guys. Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. You know. I do this, uh, they always say, um, make your hobby your job, you right? And right. that and that is what I was when that. I was, uh, it was 1990, well, I think it was actually 1990. 1990, I, I was out back, a friend had one of those, uh, one of, oh, great year. Oh man, great, great, year. great, great year! Before all this other stuff came into the mix, you know, this, oh. this is a time where you could have a, a Steven Seagal movie in the theater and people would be talking Thank about it. You know, it's you. like it. We want you to come back from Russia as soon as possible, Stephen. Whenever you can, you got a place right here on the old Wisp Turlington show couch. You're not above uh, the law here, I'll tell you that. <laughs> now I'm going to say, I'm going to say to you though, and I, I don't mean to call you out. I'm going to decide with that that piece of that piece of uh, horse patootie uh, newspaper there. But you have taken Stephen out of the opening. Uh, he used yeah. to always uh, know, give you the nice, uh, yeah, you know, so that was, uh, you know. And, so uh, so you know, Trip is saying he doesn't agree with the headline, but he might well, be semi-agreeing with the headline when it comes to Stephen. <laughs> I'm, saying, I'm just saying you can't, yeah. you can't be, uh, you can't be swayed. You can't be swayed yeah, by all these people out there, you know, That's because true. the truth is, you know, uh, I remember hearing him when he came on with his band and oh. he did that cre- uh, Creole oh. Cajun music that he was doing. And oh. man, I, I just, I, I just, you turn me on to him as a musician, and yeah, yeah. Uh, and I gotta that say, for people who just know him as an actor, you're missing <laughs> oh, out because you his music is, ooh. 
That's good. That that's oh. real southern music. I mean, people don't know that. He's that southern when, music. When you that see is. him wearing a kimono, you know that some southern creole music is going to be c- coming kimono out. Kimono and feathers. He's wearing feathers. He's doing the and, whole deal. Oh, he's oh, doing God. it all, and that's rock and roll. That's what it's all about. If I'm not watching him, I'm watching two other bands. I'm watching the Lieutenant Dan band with oh, Gary Sinise. That's rock and roll. And oh, then, uh, you know, uh, I'm probably going... Oh, wait. Russell Crowe's band. There it is. Russell Fistful Crow's. of grunts. Fistful of grunts. <laughs> God, exactly. I love Fistful of grunts. Fistful of grunts. Oh, God. Oh, man. You know, it, yeah. It, but here's the thing. And what I love about everybody you just mentioned, uh-huh. and something I think I share, and something I think you both share with me, is, uh, you know, Steven Seagal. What is he? Well, he's a... He's man. A, you know, he's a screenwriter. Yes. He's an actor. Yes. He's Number a martial artist. He's a musician. Number one screenwriter. We all say right away. Numero, Steven Seagal. Numero, no screenwriter. Numero, no screenwriter. Uh, we know, and and when by the way, I, I have read one of his novels, and uh, I'm going to tell you, like a lot of people can't adapt to that. I think it's just uh, uh, Quentin Tarantino and, and Steven Seagal. You know, they're the only ones that can kind of work both mediums really yes, well. That's true. Um, which but, which you know, book did you read? I read Wolf Cry. Uh, I read Wolf Cry as well. Mm. Uh, you know, and, and what I'll tell you about it is, uh, you know, and this is just a fact. I mean, I, I can say as an older man, uh, we all age. Right, don't we all age. That is true. Don't we, but when you read a book like *The Way of Shadow Wolves*, oh. uh, you know, uh, you know, you. He doesn't age, no, right? I'm no. saying, you know what I'm saying? Like, there's only so many things he can do now, and I'm not saying I'm not I'm here to critique. But you know, if I want that out for justice, Steven Seagal, exactly. I'm gonna read *The Way of the Shadow Wolves*, and I'm gonna in my mind, I got that, and that's the thing. He's making movies from my mind. That's, God, a, that's how I always describe his books. And *The Shadow Wolf* is like Screwhead, like it's oh, just yeah. it just merges into one. It's a movie it. book oh, combo. I love it so much. Oh, you don't need baby. a novelization because it is a movie movie in well, a novel. by the way it takes place in your backyard right i mean right it's like i mean it's our backyard honestly because it's like you got this mexican drug cartel right you um, got that mm-hmm. deep state smuggling in jihadi terrorists Boom. and all happened in maricopa oh god i mean that's just true right there right of there. course it's maricopa i mean I, I mean we i could talk about that all day long uh, oh trip hey uh we're you gonna hang out with us we're gonna talk some stuff going on with uh with yeah, uh, absolutely with, with yeah. uh, trip uh, uh trips dips we're very excited about that we do have to do uh traffic really fast uh art spart 108.9 the hawk traffic with art spart wow come to the Burt's funeral flowers traffic desk this is art and i need to tell you that you may want to fly by night but don't think about driving by night because we have traffic down on neil pierre parkway because spring is here and you know what that means for valverde of course the giant owl from the cover of rush's fly by night album cover is going to start its migration of alverde like the swallows coming back to capistrano but instead it is a giant mutant snow owl that comes to roost right in the middle of getty lee memorial park now i have never known if the name of that owl is bitor or just the snow dog but i can tell you this that owl is real it is not a fantastical drawing on a classic canadian frog album cover and that owl shits everywhere and the cards of valverde are feeling the impact which is all fine and good until the giant robot eagle from judas priest screaming for vengeance comes migrating into town also real also vicious and once the two of those birds start fighting each other for for supremacy of the park 
and also over which is better, metal or prog. <laughs> wow! It is going to be a traffic convention for months when that happens. And I know what you are saying. Art, you are a cryptozoologist and a monster hunter, as well as the best damn traffic reporter in Valverde. Can't you do something? Short and sweet? No. Because even before those titles, I am a Rush and Priest fan. And to show respect to nature, and to these two monsters of rocks, and maybe you people should do the same. So get out your damn walking shoes and let nature take its course. This is Art Spart from the Burt's Funeral Flowers Traffic Desk. That's traffic. With Burt's Funeral Flowers. With Burt's Funeral Flowers. It's time for weather on 108.9 The Hawk. Uh, no surprise here. Still fucking cold. Fucking it's freezing really cold. out there. Fucking freezing. Scotty, I do hope you, you have the two-hour delay on. You Great, gotta get a two-hour delay because this is getting colder and my swearing is just coming out it's even gonna more so. Get worse. Oh my god. More with Trip Larson here uh, coming up very, very soon. But right now, uh, there's only one thing I think that could really defeat the owl, Jeff. What do you think it is? Uh, the trees. Nope. Okay. It's TNT ACDC on 108.9 The Hawk. Hey, this is Dave Mustaine from Megadeth. I'm also the new sponsor for Sharnies. Have you had all you can eat and all the buffets you could want? Of course you have if you've been eating at Sharnies. But what if I was to tell you that we are about to enter a new version of our classic buffet-a-thon where no one can tell you what to do or eat. We're not going to have one. We're not going to have 18 but 43 buffets every other Tuesday, and no one can hold you back from your potential. Not even if you're my little Danish friend, or anyone in Metallica. If there's a new buffet, I'll be the first in line. But it better have cheese this time. Just like a Megadeth song might have too many riffs, Mega Buffet might have too many buffets. What do you mean I can't pick a million gravies? I didn't even know you had that many gravies. What do you mean I can't combine crab legs and yogurt? Got nothing better to do. What do you mean I can't eat myself sick? I'm Dave Mustaine, I can eat all I want. Well, tell me something, Metallica. Buffets are still all you can eat, right? If there's a new buffet, I'll be the first in line. And I'll get the chocolate fountain this time. So come on down to the new mega buffet at Charney's. And you can be the leader of your own buffet. And answer the question, can you put a price on a buffet? Yeah, no one eats for free at Charney's. Hi, I'm Jason Gore, and it's time for the 108.9 The Hot Concert Calendar, brought to you by Jeff Skunk Baxter's Ponytail Warehouse. Hey, on the second, we've got Clown Hunter making their triumphant return to Shooter's Bar and Grill with disgusting support from Panty Raid. 
Kicks and Twisted Fantasy are co-headlining Flappers Casino on the 8th uh, with support from Fishmonger, Give Up Dad, Jeff Tate from Queensryche, and Party Pony. You ain't seen nothing yet because BTO and Guess Who legend Randy Bachman starts his 90-day residency at Shitheads on the 9th. Local boys Stomp Box Sasquatch open for former Creed frontman Scott Stapp at Valmart Amphitheater on the 10th. Chunk Mathers, former singer of Slither, a tribute to Velvet Revolver, breaks out with his solo debut at Lucky Pricks on the 11th, playing only STP songs and one original called Stone Temple Pilots. Also on the 11th, Fister headlines Valmart Amphitheater with support from Warrant, Butt Weezer, Rat, and Ugly Kid Joe. Motley Crue and their backing tapes, a tribute to Motley Crue, are at Shooter's Bar and Grill on the 12th, and they've got support from local eccentric songwriter Squirtin' Terry. And don't worry about that, tarps will be available at the door. And finally, we have local bands Plurney, Skunk Trap, Kitchen Stink, and Beef Hemorrhage on the Uncle Petruccio's outside stage on the 13th. That show will be brought to you by 108.9 The Hawk. And just so you know, all tickets are available at your local tickets, tickets outlet. And that's your 108.9 the hot concert calendar brought to you by the fine folks at Jeff Skunk Baxter's Ponytail Warehouse. Ponytail Warehouse. Ponytail Warehouse. All the time. Sounds like someone's afraid of classic rock. I'm just saying they seem real rowdy, that's all. With bands like. And even What is there to be afraid of? Yeah, you're right. I guess the problem's me. (laughs) The Valley's greatest classic rock station. 108.9, The Hawk. It's a football weekend. Everybody's playing with Todd. Another football weekend. Cause we've been working so hard. I gotta say, that is probably my favorite David Bowie song. Saw I mean, that on the uh, the, the seaside of China Girl, and it, yes. it is wonderful. The seaside. The only single right ever in the released with a seaside. You have right to put in the in, hole. Right in that hole. You got to get it in there. You and if you've got a 33 there. or a 45 that's not going to let you go in that middle, you are screwed. A lot of people say Space Oddity or Life on Mars, but when you're playing David Bowie, you give me football weekend because that's his best a song. Mm-hmm. Hey, it is uh, the Wiz Turlington show, uh, six fifteen. Good morning, Valverde, and God, we've already we've already gotten through so many talk topics. We're getting through so much stuff with our best friend in the world. We love it when he stops by the studio. Trip Larson from Trips Dips, the only hot tub and hot sauce boutique in Valverde. What's what's good with business, Trip? Well, I got to tell you, uh, one of the best moves I ever made uh, after this uh, yeah. fake pandemic was um, oh, kind of. Uh, well, oh, I'm going to go. Is. I'm going to go there. I'm going to go there, and I'm going to. I'm going to go just there right away. Uh, you know, was actually combining a couple of my loves. Obviously, I've been uh-huh. selling hot tubs for years, hot tubs and baseball cards. Uh, you know, and that's been going great for me. But um, I decided and those two that you uh, could never mix. That was you always the problem. Well, that was it. Uh, you know, we do game. have a great uh, acrylic casing for it and stuff like that. But the water will seep in. They're not watertight. I 
most everything. They're not watertight. I say that uh, so you know. many times. These baseball cards are not watertight. You know, they people are. don't want to listen. They want to do their own thing, and they got their own issues, and whatever, 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 whatever. But here's the thing, people. Uh, I got some great hot tubs. I want to come out here and tell you because we obviously are coming up to summer, and what better time to cool off than in a nice hot tub and yes. the way i like to think about it is uh you know you're hanging with your friends what's the best thing to do have some hot sauce um whatever you're doing your barbecue your chips whatever you want to do and you want to jump in and cool yourself off because obviously we know that uh you know it's a, it's a cold plunge i think that everyone's doing that and you can make our hot tubs into cold plunges too all you got to do is just fill it up with cold water and you got yourself a cold plunge tub if if, if, if that's your liking if that's your uh what you're into yeah, yeah. i don't know why but, uh, <laughs> but you know you're one of those that you want to get yourself cold uh, i've heard but, uh, a little thing uh, if, i've heard that they are woke am i using the word right Scott? is that uh, a right know, word is it oh is it correct to say that cold plunges are woke you know look uh, a lot of these people are they're gonna say a lot of things here about uh, that cold plunges here's the thing uh-huh. you want a cold plunge uh uh, take a cold shower. You want a cold <laughs> plunge? Jump in a lake, okay? You, get in, I'm not gonna buy a lake, uh, you pig. Yeah. <laughs> right, I, I, I'm not gonna. Are you gonna come over to trips, uh, dips, and uh, that's dips in the hot tub, and then dips because it is hot sauce. Hot um, sauce. You're gonna come over there, and you're gonna get yourself uh, a Mesa 26 Jet six person, Ooh. 120 uh, volt plug and play hot tub for five thousand yep. dollars. Let me tell you, it's not gonna be. F- freaking cold uh, okay no, it won't. all right you know what i'm saying i'm not gonna sell you a five thousand dollar thing to make it cold you can't even just call those cold plunge things they cost seven thousand eight thousand dollars yeah. for what for what for terrible what? for for a bunch of cold ice water you know the moment i saw tony robbins back off from the cold plunge because that man he used to love a cold plunge but now he understands he said no dice he says give me one of those trip Tubs and he got in I there. I talked to Tony. I, I talked to Tony, and I'm, I'm, yeah. I'm a big believer in what Tony is selling, oh God, right? Because Tony is he's a millionaire, and if he was running for president, I got, I goddamn, I vote for him. I'd be because, VP. Uh, I would be oh, v- my, uh, fucking P. You know, because what we need here is, and, and, I, and I've heard all the critique. Oh, he looks like Frankenstein. Oh, you know, uh, what you know, if he was so good, wouldn't he be richer? You know what? Here's <laughs> the thing. Uh, I think that. Uh, when you have a man as like Tony Robbins who mm-hmm. can walk on fire, oh, a man literally. walks on fire, yeah. and uh, you know I, I, I bonded with him on that because I was like, you walk on fire, I lay in fire oh, with a hot tub. You oh, know what I'm saying? And we got those oh, new hot. And speaking of laying in fire, yeah, we have yeah. those new hot tubs with the uh, the firewall. That's these little gas. Yes. Uh, That's uh, the Tony put Robbins in there. model because uh, I mean, dude, he is yeah, one of the I only men to well. have a beautiful photo, and it is a beautiful photo in the Time Life Mysteries of the Unknown series. There's just that. Mm-hmm. Beautiful picture of mind over matter. Tony Robbins walking that fire. But then you see in the background, you're in that photo trip. I saw you in that photo and you're hanging out with him. It's amazing. He's in another photo in that book. It's He's under Sea Monster. Did you know that? I did not I didn't, know that. Why, he's he, on that and he's that is something. Sea uh, monster. I, and, I, and if he is a sea monster, I believe every bit of it because the man, the man is an un, unnatural being. And, uh, you know, Tony came to me, uh, and I guess oh. it was because he. Uh, I, you know, he, I guess, was doing a tour around town, and I, I had written uh, Awaken. I read, I had written right. uh, the Awaken, the Giant Within, uh, one of his yeah. great books. And Tony said to me, he goes, you know, what, what can I do to get my morning routine figured out great? And I said, Tony, let's let's do this. I've been thinking about this. I'm an inventor myself, obviously. Right. You know what? You've seen my truck. Oh. Um, I put a, uh, <laughs> a trampoline in the bottom of. I, I, so first of all. It's a in the ground hot tub. We dig out a hole. We put one of the hot. We just put a hot tub in. Well, we're not. You, we know. We put just, a hot tub in. You spill yeah, it right in, in that there. hole. 
and we just drop it in the hole, easy peasy. We make it, uh, you know, we make sure the cords come out. You know, always, you never, whenever you drop that hot tub in there, you want to make sure the cord comes out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Sometimes you drop it in, you That's drop it on the cord, it, right? Yeah, yeah, that right cord's that, right? underneath the You are screwed, right? Yeah, you yeah, are yeah, screwed. Yeah, you gotta dig. You gotta dig another hole or get somebody. Oh, so I put that in the ground, and I, I throw uh, one of my kids' trampolines in there. Oh. Um, you know, or you get one of the ones that your wife has, or she's like, hey, "It's a mini tramp." It's well, it's not a trampoline, but it that can be. You know, when you put and that thing in there, oh my gosh! I'll tell you one thing. Well, that's one piece of baggage uh, I'm happy not to have anymore. God yeah. bless. Yeah. Uh, you know, I'll Amen. tell you this much: she did take half of the shop, and that is why we oh. are uh, uh, the half of the shop is is uh, obviously the dress shop. Right, uh, right, you know, right. it is it is uh, split in half. So you know, you got the jip, you got the dips on one side, you got the hot tubs, and you got the dresses. Right. And uh, I got to say, are you know, beautiful um, dresses. They are. They're very it. nice. A lot, of, a lot of flame beautiful. work. It's like I'm. It's like women are wearing hot rods, basically. Well, I mean, Guy I, Fieri tell you. dress. It's beautiful. Uh, I'm glad you brought up Gaffietti, uh, you know, because the really is my wife, uh, you know, she we broke up um, because we wanted to have different things in our lives. But I respect the hell out of her yeah. as a designer and she's her look. Best. You know, she took that Harley Davidson kind of look and she's now put it to mm. why do men only have to be able to wear that? Women can wear it, too. That's the flames are great. True. Uh, you know, and they're low cut, they're high cut, whatever it is. It's gonna, it's gonna show as much as we can show without you getting arrested. Anyway, perfect for Sturgis. Tri- if you're, if you're looking to get a good look for Sturgis this year, oh, uh, and I always Sturgis. go to Sturgis. You can wear one of these dresses. I mean, I'm gonna and go, go see Clutch well. and Dinosaur Junior in Sturgis, and I want the fine lady next to me wearing a Guy Fieri style dress. Ah, uh, uh, you, you need it. Uh, I mean, you need it, and you want it, and you want, you want to have everybody be jealous. I mean, honestly, yeah, yeah, that's yeah. the only reason to go out there. And by the way. Uh, I, I do want to mention the one reason why I am out here uh, because uh, Arizona legend yes. uh, Chip Hale, uh, who you all know, is oh, yeah. uh, he, a baseball player. You know, played uh, from '89 to '97. Uh, he managed until 2016. It's a good run for Chip. A great run for Chip. Uh, he's going to be in the store signing some baseball cards and Are hot tubs, kidding? whatever you want him to sign. Wow. And do the that. hot tub. He will sign the. So if I get well, a Mesa, if I buy another Mesa, for, because let's face it, I'm in Mesa. four Mesas with you. <laughs> yeah. yeah, well, I, <laughs> with the got, well, I mean, we're doing these new things these new uh, indoor hot tubs why do they need to always be outdoors that's the question Good you know question. i was just uh, you know, asking uh, scotty that before scotty what is the answer to this one why do they have to be he's just shaking his head shaking no his head, no no the they don't have to be this is uh you know this is kind of the what you know uh, what people want you to believe that hot tub needs to be outside but you know i, I do want to tell you that you know whether it's a life smart or a luxuria or an elite 500 we're gonna hook you up with a good one. We even got these inflatable ones. These cozy, Ooh. these cozies. What have I got? These uh, cozies are great. They're four twenty nine. Uh, you can see them over at Walmart. They're gonna jack that price up to five hundred, six hundred yeah, bucks. Are. You come over to me, get it to you for four twenty nine, and that's gonna be an inflatable one with jets and everything, all the accessories. Wow. Uh, but let me just say it. So yes, I go to Tony Robbins, and I, and yeah, I, yeah. I go. Uh, Tony goes, "What can I do here for the hot tub? I, I wanna, I wanna experience uh, extreme heat." So we bury it in the ground. We uh-huh. jack up those jets, and I, you know, now like I said, I'm an inventor, so I, I've kind of put um. You know this gas pump on it too, so we get that heat up there. So that, uh-huh. that's cooking. It's about two ten in there. That's more and than like a, a natural spring, correct? Oh, uh, very. Yeah, a natural <laughs> spring is gonna. You know, I. You know, that's natural springs nice. are gonna just get a certain level. This is gonna almost yeah. be uh, human boiling level. Oh, uh, you know, um, that would really yeah, help it, with the sciatica. Well, I mean, and look, here's the thing. I said, Tony, I go, you, you're going to burn yourself because uh, spa water is what? That's like 105 degrees. And we're going a whole 200 that. more, you know? Yeah. So, uh, you know, 113 maybe. Right. So uh, I put a, tr- a mini tramp, my wife's old mini tramp in uh-huh. the bottom of that. So what Tony does is he jumps 
in and out of the hot what? hot tub. So he's like, bam, bam, bam. So it's just getting a little bit, a little bit of scalding, wow. and he's also getting his cardio in there. And I, I'm, I'm trying to figure out how we can brand this and get this out here. But uh, I, that's something that's not ready yet. This is not, not ready for primetime hot Prototype. tub sales yet. All right, Prototype, Prototype indeed. It's a hot hot tub. There are those jump parks. I don't know if you've been to a jump park. Oh, trip. I have. I have. What, my son uh, broke his neck in one of those. Still in traction. Still in traction. My God. But you know what? It's his fault. That's it true. is his fault. It is on the way. Buyer beware. You walk waiver. into those yeah. tramp parks and they tell you, buyer beware. Watch Trampoline out for when you're jumping. Trampoline's never done anything. I don't put my name on a contract unless I read it through. And I and I told Trip Junior. I said, Yeah, read the contract. Did you read the Come contract? On. It's right. They there. are not liable. And he, you know, he can't speak yeah. anymore. You know, he writes on it. You know, yeah, he, he even calls it writing. It's, I mean, he basically pointing at objects. It's just chicken you know, scratch, basically. Yeah. yeah. And, I, and I said, son, I told you, never put your name on a contract you haven't read through. He goes in there to, you know, go play his, you know, basketball, run up a wall, whatever goddamn oh, thing he's going to do. And uh, he broke his goddamn neck, you know, and that, that, whatever. You know, that's I t- it. Children, you know, you can teach them, but you can't teach them to learn. If you don't, no, Amen. Wow. You know what? And that's the thing you're gonna. That's a life lesson that he's got to learn the hard way. Um, uh, truly, but, you know, very so, hard. I didn't realize know, we were turning yeah. into chicken soup for the soul. Maybe hey. I am. Maybe I am mellowing out. Maybe, maybe, you know maybe you're right, Steve Lust, Vanessa Creve. You, uh, you know, let me let me ask you this, uh, Steve Lust, Vanilla Creve, Vanessa Creve. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We need two people write an article now. Good lord! I mean, what happened? <laughs> I make my own ads. I make my own hot sauce. I make my own hot tub inventions. By the way, I want to do tell you. I, yeah, I do yeah, want yeah. to tell you this: jalapeno hot sauce. Uh, that lawsuit has settled. Thank God. Uh, oh, thank because God. of the same exact reason I've talked to you both about. Mm-hmm. Read the mm-hmm. goddamn. Like, I don't know if I can say that. I'm no, sorry. you can't. We're oh, on delay. We're on delay. Two right, hour go. delay. All right. Well, read the damn label, okay? Just when read I say, it. Just you read. know, when I say it's hot. It's hot. You can't sue me for that. Now, that's obviously something that uh, Miss Gwen Perkins had to learn the hard way, you know. <laughs> In your face, uh, Gwen You know, Perkins. the problem is everybody thinks it's so funny because it's a wonderful picture of you on that label. And there's a little yeah. word bubble that says, mm. when I say it's hot, it's goddamn hot. But yeah. everyone just thinks you're joking around. I say it's above 300 on the Scoville scale. All right. It's I, a thought bubble, though. That's the thing. Yeah. I will say that's a little confusing, ah. Trip, because if it were a just regular it's not a speech straight comic line. Uh, a right. bubble, it was well, a thought. It, it's like there I were three dots about going it. to well, the this, bubble. This is why, and this is, I'm, I'm now look. Now you have to talk about my, my defense and why <laughs> that was actually really good. Uh, you, so obviously, what we had to use was we call it the Ziggy defense. Oh, um, yeah, and the Ziggy defense, course. obviously, you know Tom Wilson and Tom Wilson Jr. Yeah. Uh, you know Ziggy is one of the most popular cartoons in in America's history. The uh, uh, you know probably, and Ziggy often uses a thought bubble, and we said, well. How could this be a most popular cartoon if he was just thinking something? There we wouldn't go. be able to understand it. And so we used the Ziggy defense on that. Well, the judge saw in our favor that, yes, a thought bubble or a speech bubble, it's the same difference. Oh if you can God. read it, you can understand it. So thank you, Tom Wilson. He doesn't get any money off this it. This is why it's good to use Best and the Biz lawyers. Because any yeah, other lawyer would have tried to use it. They would have tried to use the Garfield defense where it's like, is, oh, yeah. do we know he's speaking? Do we not know he's speaking? But yeah, that's, that's not going to hold up in the court of law. Well, I ain't, I ain't a cat. You know, that's yeah, the thing. That and that's what they are I ain't a cat, you know, because cats can't speak. Ziggy can speak. Right. So Ziggy sometimes will think and sometimes will speak. And that's when I put on my thing. It's above 300 on the Scoville scale. I'm thinking that, like, oh, 
they, that's a thought, you know, and now you're going to buy it. And, and, you know, that woman, you know, and, and God bless her. I mean, I know she can't taste or whatever. Yeah. Uh, but, you whatever. know, it's like, again, yeah. read, read the label, people. Read the label. Read the label. And she can remember, though. Gwen remembers oh, yeah. what things taste like. When she looks at a pizza, she, she knows what it was. I'm going to tell you one thing. I, I've been dealing with this lawsuit for the last two and a half years yeah she has gotten so skinny and she's gotten so hot i gave her one of my wife's dresses and i said gwen you know what you may not be able to taste but you are giving off a lot of flavor so why don't you just you know uh why don't you just go out there and, and get yourself a man and forget all about this you know and then vroom vroom on up to uh sturgis uh gwen yeah there you exactly go. exactly oh, and, uh, but i'm excited i mean I'm excited, you know, with this Carolina Reaper pepper that we got is just, uh, oh. you know, it, it's great. And, you know, people people say to me, you know, Trip, why do you make these hot sauces that, you know, are impossible to eat? And uh, and I say, because it's a challenge. Why is Mount Everest there? Because uh, everyone climbs it? Nah. Exactly. Exactly. Because Again. everyone climbs it. It's there, man. It's, it's there. there for you to do it. You know, you're, to do it. But you're the only one doing it with this Mount Amen. Everest of hot sauces. That's Amen. Amen. Oh Amen. God. Amen. Amen. Oh, my God. Uh, we do have to take a quick break uh, trip. We're going to come back, and uh, we've got a little game prepared for you. I hope you're ready to play Hot Tub or Hot Sauce. Oh, I can't wait. That is coming up here. And uh, right now, though, uh, I guess this is how some people, this is how truly, uh, you know, um, Tony Robbins felt on your new invention. I bet he felt like a real jumping jack flash, if you know what I mean. It's the Stones on 108.9 The Hawk. Yes. Valverde Pizza and Brewing continues to deliver the best and only beer-tasting ghost tour that Valverde has ever seen. Join us every single hour of every single day for Beers for Fears. Enjoy six pints of our various signature beers, and we take you on an off-road tour of our unfinished basement. This spring, we made a very difficult decision to move the beer-tasting portion of the tour to after the ghost portion because our insurance adjuster said we had to due to the amount of injuries that have happened on site. We almost lost it all. So please stop asking us to change the order back to Beers During Fears. Beers During Fears has proven to be very expensive, very dangerous, and frankly, we think the ghosts truly enjoyed hurting people in their inebriated state. I cannot scientifically prove this. I can just gauge it on all that ghost laughter we heard. And that brings me to another point. While we legally cannot say that people have died in our unfinished basement, we legally can say we are home to over 200 of Val Verde's goddamn meanest ghosts. Which brings us to our forms. Please make sure you sign the waiver and release forms as we do not and will not take responsibility for the psychological trauma that you may experience at the hands of these spirits. We're not kidding. I have been bullied by these ghosts so much I am personally back in therapy. So come on down to Valverde Pizza and Brewing, home to Valverde's best slices and brews and booze. God damn you, go stop it. I, we, we're not going to sell anything if they hear you now. Valverde Pizza and Brewing, right next to Lost Souls Cemetery, Hog Street, Valverde. Hey, dads, go ahead and relax and crank up your favorite Steely Dan song on 108.9 The Hawk. Wait, what's that? The front door's opening. Oh, God. Now your wife is going to know you played hooky from work. Only so you could listen to your favorite Steely dance song on 108.9 The Hawk. Do you need an all-purpose housewarming gift? 
Do you need a gift for a co-worker that you've been stuck in a secret Santa with? Do you need a gift for that neighbor that you've never learned their name, but they did you a solid and picked up your mail when you went away for the weekend? Then come on down to Infinite Succulents. We have all of the succulent plants you need at higher prices than you're imagining. The succulent plant is the most versatile style of plant and the most gift-givable. And lucky for us, unbelievably cheap, but with an amazingly high markup. From one succulent plant, we can keep cutting more and more and more. Infinite succulent plants to suck you dry from all the money that you have in your wallet because you are in need of giving a gift to someone you know nothing about. All we need to do is shove it into a nice, cute-looking little bowl, and you'll pay lots of money. Because what are you going to do? Not bring a gift? <laughs> Infinite succulents. We're a scam. Hi, it's Zane from Fister. And you know what sucks the most? Finding out that your band was selling more albums when you were dead before you magically sprung back to life. You know what also sucks the most? Cyberbullying. Don't do it. It really hurts. Oh, it's Mick Jagger, and I'm here on behalf of Crab to talk about cyberbullying. Don't do it, okay? Bam Shotgun Bailey from Mama's Revenge. And the one thing I hate the most in this world, man, is cyberbullying. I get on Mama's Revenge forums all the time, and everybody's saying the same thing, that in 2023, Mama's Revenge fucking sucks. And you know what? That fucking sucks, because it makes me cry every night on the tour bus. And I don't deserve that. A message from Crab. Current rockers against bullying. The Wisp Turlington Show on 108.9 The Hawk. R.I.P. Rest in power, David Crosby. Rest in Miss power. Miss him every day. Rest in power. Every day. He would be the first phone call I would get every morning, Jeff. Every morning. Just every letting you morning. know what he was going to tweet that day. Yeah, he just he would run down. He would have his legal pad out mm-hmm. filled with 300 tweets. You think that he just did that on the fly. Oh, God. He planned that shit. You see, I, I like that. I like hearing that. That is very good. It is very good. Uh, you know what else is very, very good? Uh, 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 Trip Larson from Trip's Dips. Hey, <laughs> hey thank you. God bless. God bless. God bless. Hey, God bless you, Trip. It's always, a, it's always an absolute blast when you're in here. And I told you, I promised we would play this. So now it is time to play. Well, no, not that one. Now it is time to play. Hot. Tub or hot sauce. All right. I like it. I like it. I like it. Here we go. We're going to list some for you, Trip. Okay. And you tell us, is it a hot tub? Now, these could be classic models. These could be models that are currently on display at Trip's Dips. Could be prototypes for future Trip Dips. But it also could be a hot sauce also display at Trip's Dips. Got it. Here we go. First one. Hot soup. Hot soup. Well, we all know that. That is, uh, of course, one of my famous hot sauces. 
That's correct. Got some uh, points up on the board there. That I is. I love some hot soup. Your hot insides feel sauce. like hot soup. Yeah, after yeah, you yeah. Eat yeah. That one is so good. And that's why. And then that's what we always call. And that's what we. Uh, that's actually. And I should have said tie because it is also our first tie-in right. between uh, hot sauce and a hot tub. Hot soup. Hot soup. Wait, 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 wait. So if it's a tie-in, are you filling the hot tub with the hot soup? Oh God, no. You, you, or the soup is you. You're the oh. soup. Yeah, you're, you're the filling soup. Yeah. the hot tub oh. with yourself. Amen. Amen. Soylent green all over again. Here's the next one. I'm soaking bones. Is it a hot sauce or a hot tub? Is it a hot sauce or a hot tub? I'm soaking bones. Well, you know what? That is, uh, I believe, the phrase of the luxurious 650. Uh, I'm soaking bones, and you can soak your bone too. But as long as you don't bone in it, uh, as long as it's in the store, that's a longer catchphrase. But uh, you know, obviously, you can bone in it whenever you're at home, but you can't bone in it in the store. I saw that billboard. I did see yeah, that billboard, was... and you're correct there. That is that all right. Is, all right, okay. I like they that. They paid for that extended billboard, but it was worth uh, it. It was big. Well, we I wanted to. I didn't want to go on a double line. I just wanted to go all right, the way right, across, right. and that was long. Tiny we had to use either very still. tiny font or we had to get a we had to do the billboard extender which i was happy with how it looked i think just it looked beautiful read the read the fine print read just it. read the fine read print it, just read, read, how many times do we have to say this in this whole goddamn show just read, read the goddamn i mean that's every time you go into your store though you yell at this you yell this to our faces which i i always appreciate, I appreciate it as soon as someone walks me. in get ready it to read the goddamn me. fine print and read the contract read I said, the Thank goddamn you. fine print this is one of my favorite on either side one toe in one toe in, that is, of course, my hot sauce for girly men. Uh, that's, a, you that's know, that true. is something is where, true. you know, you know, you don't want to, I know, I know, I don't want to have it. I'm so scared. I'm uh, so scared. Owie, owie, owie. All right, we got a few more for you here, Trip. You're doing right. great. You are literally You are doing winning wonderful, by You're the way. Thank you all. so much. Thank you. Thank um, you. Let's see here. Uh, Satan's Conundrum. Satan's Conundrum. That's a good one. Uh, all right. So Satan's Conundrum. Uh, well, I know that. That's a hot sauce. Hey, it's a hot sauce. <laughs> oh, it is. Okay. The Blaster. Blaster. Well, that is another one of my legal troubles. That is, of course, a hot tub. Uh, yes, it and is. That, and that had the unfortunate thing of... Uh, I mean, and then that, and God bless them. This is somebody who did read the instructions. Yeah, they did. Uh, but we jacked up the power on that too much, and um, well, we, you know, we created that issue where his um, his anus came out the other way. So it was wow. almost like a protracted anus situation because of blaster. Wow. Those jets are powerful, yeah. and if you if you sit, uh, he was sitting in the right spot, right. But we didn't uh, tweak the power right. So I was a that was four thousand dollars. I was happy to give him back. Uh, you know, right there. Because you like to make the customer happy all the time. Uh, if they amen, want super amen. strong jets that might prolapse their anus, then you want to make them happy. But also, if you do prolapse the anus, you're fine. Give it back you're money. Fine. You're I'm fine. I'm going to give it to you. I'm going to give it to you. Yeah. You, you're going to make that up and, and, and like, you probably make that every 15 seconds trip, don't oh, you? Oh, amen. Uh, you know, uh, look, I'm going to tell you one thing. Business has been good to me because uh, I, I always say this. Hot tubs are, uh, hot tubs are not a... Um, they're not a they're recession proof. Is that what they call it? Recession yeah, proof? Yeah, yeah, recession, yeah. I mean, especially in Valverde, we are one of the coldest towns, and we have more hot tubs per capita. Oh yeah, yeah and you need in any other city, and I think it's all because of you, Trip. And I, 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 oh, I raise my glass so much. to you. Well, that, you know what it is. I can tell you one thing. The reason why that is, it's not because of me. It's not because my hot tubs are the best. Not because my hot sauces are the best. Not because I have the best baseball cars. It's because I have the best customers. Uh, Valverde, to me, is a community, and we support our community. Uh, and uh, you know, I'm going to go to you. You're going to go to me. And, and God bless everybody. And I'm not going to read that damn rag uh, oh, out there. Who's yeah. like, oh, thank uh, you, yeah. Trip. 
I wasn't going to say it because they say that I that I'm just going to be old whiny pants over here. Yeah, That'll yeah, be yeah. the headline tomorrow. Old whiny pants. Oh, Wiz Turlington can't take a, a headline. Steve Lutz, Vanessa Creve. Which one's getting the participation trophy in that headline oh, there, I'm saying? God. Oh, my I'm God. I mean, Put them in the blaster. You, you That's all I'm going to say. Put them in the blaster. They, uh, they, they're both getting participation <laughs> trophies, all right? Uh, I would like much. to see their a-holes just sucked right out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Hey, uh, two eight, more nine. in the game here. We are playing the game Hot Tub or Hot Sauce. All right, this is a tough one, Trip. All right. The Steely Dan. Steely Dan. Well, now this one done stumped me. The Steely Dan. I know that we had the Kiss Coffins because I sold uh, them for a uh, bit. Yeah, uh, yeah. Steely Dan. I, I, I'm going to. Uh, well, I'm going to guess here and just say, is that a hot tub? Oh, oh my God! You I you know it. your business. You I know do, your I do, business. I there. Yeah, yeah. I'd have to get some Steely Dan's in the shop. That's oh the that's God. the one that'll make you look like Donald. Oh Fagan. my gosh! Amen. Yeah, oh, you got to. You, you got to. You get prune fingers. You get prune face. You look like Donald Fagan. It's amazing. You sleep in the water. It starts playing peg. Oh, I love that. I it's love very that. nice. Final Those one. jets just sound like Michael McDonald. It's beautiful. <laughs> it's really nice. That, by the way, I just want to say that is also uh, sadly the sound that it made when uh, when that jet blaster went on uh, oh. and, and kind of took down our friend there. Yeah, oh, that was terrible. Tough. That is R.I.P. Rest in power to Rest that prolapse. Power. Rest in power. <laughs> Final one here. Uh, gross me off. Gross me off. That's a hot sauce, my friend. It is, and I put it on pizza last night. Congratulations, oh Trippy. You got oh love it. Them. I love gross oh. me off on flappers wings. So it's fun. that's one oh of my favorite my flavors God. at flappers lately. Oh my so good. God. Now, how often are people filling your hot tubs with hot sauce? That's what I've been wondering. Well, Very I say, you know, question. you can do whatever you want to do as long as you, as long as you're paying cash. That's what I always say. You do whatever. <laughs> that was you a billboard to too. Do. I saw that in oh, your commercial. Yeah. And your commercial. Now you have one location in Valverde. Have you ever thought of franchises? Oh God, yes. Uh, you know, for me, uh, a franchise is you know something that I That's a dream. that I want. You know, I would love to do that. Uh-huh. But the truth is, I also have to be uh, reticent of the amazing clients that I have here. And I don't yeah. want to, I, I, if I can't take that to a place and can create what I do somewhere else, I, I'm not going to franchise yeah, myself out there. That. You don't want your hands tied. You don't want your hands no tied way. by local no government, big government, any oh, government. God. Oh, you God. Get, they get in nah, your nah, way. Nah. Get out of here. Valverde East, get their government, here. they're never going to stand for the stuff that oh, uh, God, you do no. at, uh, at Trips yeah, Dips. Amen. Oh, no. uh, and then also, it opens you up to a lot of different legal issues. You could even have more... Uh, you know, more problems, especially out there in VVE. There's a lot of oh, buttholes that are very, very loose and ready to fly right out. Oh, oh, absolutely, absolutely. I mean, that's I mean, that's always the, the fear. That's the fear. That's yeah. We we you know I can't open myself to more lawsuits. I, my lawyer says that much. They, that they much say that to me every single day. They do. They the keep Wisp calling during the show. They keep it's saying fantastic. it. They keep saying it. Oh my God! Well, you know what? It's been so good having you here, at Trips. And anything going on that you want people to know, like come out to Trips Dips this weekend for blank. Oh yeah! Well, this is great. I appreciate you uh, giving me this chance course, to plug man. the store. Uh, you know, obviously, like I said, we're gonna have some signings. We're gonna have some tastings. Yeah. And uh, and what we are trying to do now is uh, do our. Our biggest hot tub party, and that is going to be coming up this June. So I want to get the word out. Uh, bring your hot tub. Truck hot tubs are welcome. We're going to get everybody in Valverde in a hot tub at the same time. We're going to try to break against World Book record. And wow. uh, I think right now it's being held someplace in Korea. So well, we're going to break that, anymore, and uh, we're going to do that. We got to take that back. Oh, we got to take that back for America. We got to take that back for uh, everything that we have. So uh, we're going to do that. Are you going to have a hand on a hard body? 
style competition in there so that we could tub. win hand on a hot or tub hand on a hot body. sauce on a hot Ooh, tub put a hand on a hot sauce and yeah, on a hot tub hold and both. a hard body so you can oh, win a I truck like that. hot sauce hot tub combo hey let's not get ahead of ourselves but maybe 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 god gave you two hands god gave you uh, two feet how about this uh <laughs> as, you know maybe going back to your idea uh uh you, we fill it up with hot sauce uh-huh. and you got to drink your way out that's okay. a way we've talked about that when that was somebody somebody shot that down illegal. Then we had another thing right. which was uh, you got to you know for every minute in the hot tub you have to uh, you have to have a, a, a bit of hot sauce. That seemed like a okay. little bit anticlimactic. Yeah. Sure, um, yeah. Yeah. you know. And then uh, you know we're trying to we're trying to find ways to make the hot sauce and the hot tubs mix a little bit better. Right now people say that, you know uh, it doesn't make sense and they say well chips uh, well, chips them. dips. You know it's like well they wear your dips and we're we're talking and we're mainly talking about that because we're going to do one uh, hot tub full of guac. Um, and we got to figure out a way to keep it nice and cold. So we're going to get a big old pit. I go to find one of those big avocados and get a pit in there and make sure it doesn't go oh, brown. Yeah, that could be some legalities there, too. You get some rancid guac in a hot tub and people know, are not going to be happy. I know, I yeah, know, not, I know. It, and then people, your wife could be coming after a little bit more than half if she gets oh, wind of that. Amen, you know? amen, uh, let me just indeed. say, those a-holes are mellow because this guy, I would hop right into it. I would take my bottoms right off and I would just, I would slurp right down into that and I'd be the happiest man on earth and I cannot oh my wait trip. I appreciate that. I, I appreciate cannot that. wait. Of course, uh trips dips down on Hog Street in Valverde and trip you're there every day, right? You, the people can just I see you. I am there. I come in every day. I'm there every day. I want to be there every day. I want to uh, talk to you. I want to make sure uh we're going to be you in that uh that hot tub renewal. So you bring in an old hot tub, we'll give you a new hot tub. We're going to give you the best price for your old hot tub and we'll send you out with the door of the new one. What so, are you uh, doing? You know, one of the best hot tub upgrade programs. I've ever yeah, seen. Yeah, I gotta really say, is. you bring it in. We look at it. We have our team experts, and that's just yeah. that's basically Samantha, and that's uh, and then David. Sometimes, if he remembers to get up, oh, uh, you know, God, come David. in. <laughs> hey, David, get in there. Get the game. Uh, you were yeah, gonna have your gonna son do. be one of those investigators. Uh, I was, days, you know, yes. but my son can't. You know, uh, obviously, we're you know, if he gets his power of speech back, I would love to do that. You know, right now, keep it in the family. He ain't worth shit, you know. And that's he ain't worth shit. shit. Can't talk. Trip Jr. He's not listening yeah, right now, so I can say that. But now they're going to uh, say. Even if he was, he couldn't understand it, it seems yeah. to me. The headline tomorrow, old bastard Wiss Turlington says you ain't shit to uh, a crippled boy. Wow. 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 Now nah, it writes itself. Yeah. It writes itself. Hey, coming up in the next hour on the Wiss Turlington show. That's right. We see you in the booth. You've waited so long. Skeet Ulrich's going to come in here and Can't he's wait. working on Big his fan. tight five because he is doing a comedy set at Dingbats this weekend. And oh, man. Uh, you're you going to be able to get him. You're going to love it. No, you're going to. If you like it's laughter, if you love to laugh. You love the skeet, and you're going to love that at uh, Dingbats this weekend. Here's a song. Whenever I hear this song on the radio trip, I think of you. Because this is your life, man. I love this. This You know what? I love this. This is you, man. Amen. Amen it is. Yeah. There it is. It's it's like he's... Right, yeah, it's like he's yeah. saying Trip Larson with his fingers. Ah, there yeah. It is. Oh God. Walsh, you speak with those licks. Oh, you speak it. You speak it on one hundred eight point nine, the Hawk. And we're in the interview. All right, Paul Shear. <laughs> 
Guys, how are you? <laughs> I'm great, man. <laughs> I am for so doing this. great. Thank you so much for doing this. Um, uh, pleasure. You I, know, I spent some time in Lake Havasu, Arizona. Really? Uh, Lake Havasu, Arizona is where we shot Piranha 3D. Nice. Um, wow. And one of the things I, I found the most interesting, I actually enjoyed my time there. I think that they've mm-hmm. had a lot of, they had, uh, well, they have a lot of people coming into town, a lot of spring breakers coming into town. One of the interesting things about that town is uh, most machine guns per capita. Wow. Not a joke. Most machine guns <laughs> per capita. Is it on like uh, a seal or something or like the town sign when you drive uh, in? <laughs> you know, what? we found that out a little bit because literally there is a gun store almost on every corner, like the way that you would find a bodega on right. every corner in New York City. And it was shocking at first. There's a couple things in there, too, that I, I really took not pride in, but I really uh, made my day better, <laughs> which was their local paper, every day would have the uh, police blotter. And I guess it came out every like three days or something like that. Right, and right. the police blotter was just full of stabbings. <laughs> full <laughs> of stabbings. Stabbings were back oh my um, God. in that little town. Like wow. there's a lot of fist fights and stabbings. Yeah. And, um, you know, and, uh, and I remember that when my <laughs> wife came to visit me in Lake Havasu, uh-huh. Arizona, uh, she wasn't my wife at this point. She was just my girlfriend. Yeah. And, um, she came down and we were shooting this movie and by the time we would wrap, it'd be about uh, five or six and it was about 45 minute drive back to, we had to take a boat and then we get back. So it was a while before we like, when we wrapped to when we actually got back home and about eight o'clock, the only place that was open was uh, a Chili's. That was it. Everything else was closed oh, down besides this Chili's. Oh, God. So I started eating a Chili's every, every single day. night yeah. every single night and and then you know it becomes that thing where it's like at first it's like oh my god am i eating at a chili's every night and right. it's like i can't wait to go back to chili's oh my god right and then it's like now it's like now i feel like i'm an expert at chili's and it yeah. all this kind of happened and i i said to you know so when june came i was excited <laughs> to bring her to chili's you know and well, i was like good place. i've got this place you're gonna love it when you little get mom here. and pop you oh, might not I was like I was so excited. I was like, you can't wait to check out this uh, margarita. And, you know, she's like, and she looked at me in that dinner and she said to me, she's like, you're hanging out with trash. You're becoming trash. And, and it wasn't even said like in a way of like, it was just like a a statement. It was an observation of fact. It wasn't like, it wasn't like I'm leaving you. It was like, you're trash. And, and, and she wasn't wrong. Yeah. Oh, my God. And that's Valverde, man. That is very much the picture of Valverde yes. we have in our mind. We have a restaurant in Valverde that is kind of like a, I don't know if you're familiar with Shoney's. Have you ever oh, seen yeah, yeah, Shoney's? Yeah. Yeah. So ours is called Sharney's. Okay, and uh, it has uh, over 20 buffets. Oh, Nobody yeah. eats for free. It's run by a person uh, named Ma Sharney, who when they die, another Ma Sharney is elected like a pope. Oh, and, smoke uh, goes out from the tower to yeah, let Valverde and know. And it's the favorite restaurant of Valverde. So that is very in line. Have you been back to Chile since? Um, I probably have been. I'm not. I'm not a. I'm not a snob about this. Oh, you know, man. I you know. Uh, yeah. You know. I'm, I'm gonna. I'm gonna support a Chili's. Just not every night. Just right. not every night. Right. <laughs> maybe. Maybe you do Chili's one night. Golden Corral the next. Yeah. I kind of mix it up. Yeah, Bob Evans. Yeah. In there. I look. I'm a person who truly loves. Uh, I love like a buffet. Yeah, I don't yeah, know. Yeah. You know, I, I want to go out there. I want to. I want to experience everything. So uh, yes, uh, Chili's <laughs> is a. Uh, you know, Chili's is a like. I'm, but Chili's doesn't really have a buffet. But uh, they got great great Mexican food. Yeah, uh, yeah. But uh, <laughs> but traditional. You know, I don't know. 
I mean, I grew up like wanting, like, I love going to Sizzler because of that buffet. I just oh, yeah. love the idea of like, I love the idea of having like a, and if you go to Vegas, like a little lobster and a brownie, like, That's you know, let's mix up these mix things that up. don't go together, you know, have yeah. a little bit of something. I will tell you, um, and this may be the opposite of Chili's, but if you're ever in Vegas, uh-huh. the one thing I recommend, and it sounds like it's going to be super hoity-toity, it is, but it's not super expensive, is the Four Seasons Breakfast Buffet. Ah. Really? The Four Seasons has a breakfast buffet uh-huh. that is so good because <laughs> it's elevated, but it's still everything that you want. It's really good. Cool. Oh, my God. I always go to Bacchanal at Caesar's oh, yeah. Palace. And the trick That's for Bacchanal yes, is to this. go towards the end of lunch and then just keep uh. eating because they transition over to dinner in that see, time, and you can yeah. just slide right into dinner. Yeah, they're not kicking you out. Going. They're not going to kick you out. I got to say, buffet-wise. They have to carry me out. Lately, I was a little disappointed in the Disneyland breakfast princess character Disney. <laughs> Disney does yeah. not do I was buffets shocked. as good as I no. remember them. When I was a kid, I loved them. Yeah. They are not, they're not where they're at. They're I brought my niece at. and my kid, and it was. Uh, I was like, this is bargain basement uh, box eggs. Uh, yeah, that's they, probably what they the box are, said. Yeah, it's tricky. It's like Disney, I think, has saved money across the board, and yeah. I, and I just feel like that food at Disney has gone down, or or I've grown up. I can't quite it is tell, tell. What, what you mm-hmm. know, but it's it, it is very tricky to kind of see. Like a mediocre buffet, like that's why Vegas says a buffet is good. Like mm-hmm. you know, like I, I even will go to like. Uh, I don't even want like the gross stuff. I'm like, give me a, give me a chance to make my own salad. I grew yes. up, I grew up in this uh, town, Northport in Long Island, mm-hmm. and uh, you know people go, what is it known for? And I don't know if it's known for anything, but I do know that we had one of the best restaurants there. And please use this uh, at one point yeah. in your in your show. It was yeah. uh, called Steak Port. <laughs> Steak Port. So it sounds Steak like Port it would was, be in Long Island. Yes, yes it does. Um, Steak Port. Combi- you know, combining like this is a fish and meat place, <laughs> steak port. And I loved steak port so much uh, because they had that giant ass salad bar. And I know like, they, oh, yeah, they're going to trick you by filling up on the salad. But uh, they're not tricking me. I love it. I'm, I'm all in. I, uh, you know, that, that, I, I, I want to fill up on the yeah. buffet. <laughs> love a good salad bar. <laughs> well, Paul, you do so much. We're going to talk about the stuff that you're doing, get some plugs in. But I, the one question we always ask our guests when they come on the Hawk is this. And it's what is your relationship to classic rock or classic rock radio, especially like growing up? Okay, so growing up for me, 92.3 K-Rock. That's me. I'm a yep. New York kid. Oh, yeah. I uh, grew up listening to Howard Stern and Howard Stern, WNBC first, but I wasn't really old enough to be WNBC. I was K-Rock. Mm-hmm. So K-Rock was on from the minute you get in the morning. I didn't really understand that there was any other music. Well, I guess I did. Right. But as a kid, it was only classic rock. Mm-hmm. All that, you know, it's always classic rock. I did, yeah, I, I'm going to go back to that statement. I don't think mm-hmm. I really understood that there was more to the world besides that. You know, yeah. it was like, these are the bands. I understand all these bands. They all stay the same. Uh, you know, they all bring some memory back a sense of memory of like you know steely dan i was like oh why don't they tour i really want to see them tour (laughs) you know i was angry about that yeah uh you know but my dad also listened to like bob dylan i never was a bob dylan fan but bob dylan doesn't really feel like classic rock to me right like i feel like i mean he is they would throw it now and then but not as much right but like maggie's farm or something like that would be played on a classic rock station for for dylan yeah not like the not the really early stuff maybe the hurricane Yes, we played the yeah, hurricane definitely. on the stations I worked for. And yeah, the classic rock is like it. It now is it still going on? Is it people are we still into? I mean, I know we got it on Sirius and stuff like that. Yeah, 
Yeah. There are still I mean, classic Pearl rock Jam stations. is now classic rock. Right. Well, yes, yeah, so they've is like urged, Bon Jovi. Yeah, they've moved right. it like, all into like one, so you'll get Boston straight into Pearl in Jam. Bloom by Nirvana. Right. Yeah. Yes, exactly. It's an interesting thing because I think I grew up liking rock music, mm-hmm. you know, and, 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 and it's a very specific thing. It's like, well, they don't make music like that anymore. And then I... Like they like, and that's why I think I, I would like gravitate towards like garage band, like that kind of like that kind of band sound. I like yeah, that. Yeah. I like that kind of stuff. But I'll tell you, you know what I'm really into right now, and I want to ask you this question because we got in this yeah. debate the other day on how did this get made. But oddly, we were not on mic, so now I'm like, I want to bring it up <laughs> to uh, somebody else. Yeah. So when people talk about the best bands from the '70s or '80s, mm-hmm. they often don't talk about Earth, Wind, and Fire. They don't. Now I know that's not yeah. classic rock, but I've been going. I've been listening through their catalog mm-hmm. in the last couple of days. They're amazing. Yeah. And they kind of get, I think when you think of Earth, Wind, and Fire, you think about like September, and you kind of yeah. start to put these bands in this like side, like they kind of live in this side category, but they're so good. Like, yeah. they're like, like, like their albums are solid. I would I would honestly guess a chunk of that because I agree is questionable politic uh, studio owners. Uh, yes, you know, I, like, I, I think 100%. that is a huge chunk where it's just like, well, that's R and B. Like right, we've right. decided that. Like that is not like you know AOR. And it, and it's interesting because like it's tricky, right? Because mm-hmm. like jazz, R and B, soul, funk, disco, pop, like whatever it is, like they all kind of like merge in yep. a way where yeah. it's like. And, and so it's like, it's not jet. Earth, Wind, and Fire is not jazz. No. So it doesn't really right. fit there. No. It's not completely like, fusion, R- but there's yeah, a little bit. Yeah, it's not bit. fusion. And it's like, it's not completely R&B, because I think when I think of R&B, I think of more sultry, even like to boys to men or something like, like, oh, like Barry White, like that kind of thing. Right. And then it's like, well, soul and funk, that kind of, there's so many. And I, I, even Best Show used to play a bunch of, like, there's some stuff like that, like that soul and funk kind of are erased from our, yeah. like, popular lexicon. Like, yeah. it's like, they're not, there's not a place to go for that kind of music, no. I think, often. No, not, I mean, there are some specialty, like, serious channels for that. Right. I think with yep. a band like, you know, Earth, Wind, and Fire, that, that just, Every song was a different genre. Yeah. So it was That's it was a very hard it. way to place them. Like, you know, Shining right. Star is so different from September. Yeah. Which is, you know, so different from, you know, Boogie Wonderland or anything like that. Like, I would say in the early, like, late 70s, early 80s, they were on a lot of the, you know, a lot of the urban stations coming out of mm-hmm. each. Because uh, I remember Queen when, you know, they, they got a lot of airplay in 80 and 81 on urban stations with Another One Bites the Dust. Right. Um, well, yeah. And I, do you think it's because of disco, though, too? Is it because like, I think you're right. Because yeah. like, it's like, yeah. you know, like, let's groove tonight like that, like, you know, mm-hmm. or like, like. Like, and then we really rejected disco in such a way yes. that I think we threw away, like, there's so much bad disco. Right. Yeah. But, like, Queen is, I mean, is Queen disco? I don't know. Like, I mean, Queen kind of There goes, are parts they, that were. Yeah. I, mean, yeah. I think there's Queen a very, is very big much like, argument for the homophobia of the rock versus disco right. thing anyway. Yes. So it's like that became its own, like, classic rock versus, like, and yeah. then it's just a, it's a bad scene when you look back because you're just like, okay, well, there was, like, politically it was bad and musically right. it was right, bad. Right, right, well, Because you kind of throw the baby out with the bathwater. It's mm-hmm. like, well, yeah, yeah, a lot of people jumped on disco mm-hmm. and disco has a mix, you know, is a weird, there, you know, like, like anything. There's bad rock, too. Yeah. Oh, you know, so and it's like, bad rock. But we really jettisoned disco and, and yeah. like, in every Every version of it. We made, we made it so the Bee Gees could no longer sing their own songs. 
Right. Yeah. But they had to start and giving them a way to make a to living. 18 right. records of the greatest albums ever. The greatest <laughs> albums. Like you it's go back so and listen to those Bee Gees records and uh, just sit and listen to the instrumentation and you're, oh. you're going to you're just blown away. I, you know, I went to go see the Foo Fighters, which probably are considered classic rock now. Oh, yeah. yeah. I yeah. never I'd right never in. seen the Foo Fighters before. And I really and look, the Bob please Seger make fun of our generation. Yes, I mean, like whenever I, I say I like Foo the fighters, so okay, I, I do too. I do. Yeah. And I love Bob Seger, I'm, so it all works. And you love Bob Seger, so. Um, but I feel like whenever I say it, people are like, "Man, Foo Fighters," uh, but Foo that fighters. sound, I like that sound. I like yeah. that rock sound. And they did that cover album of Bee Gees songs yes. over the pandemic, and it's fun. And he played, uh, Grohl played a couple Bee Gees songs, and it's like, it's gr- whoa, yes. it's fun They're as an amazing hell. Band. They are yeah, they're Castle, amazing live band. Trafalgar, like, yeah. Horiz- like yeah. it's amazing. They're, like yeah. how many records they put out before they became a disco band. Oh, yeah, yeah, it's really, and it's just like, and, and I think all like what you're saying is like the you know when you play like I don't know when you play this stuff where you have a second away from it. Obviously, ABBA has made a giant comeback. If we're talking oh, about God, like huge. disco and stuff yes. like that, and. Uh, but this like kind of it's an interesting thing that like classic rock like mm-hmm. that's what the mu- the music of the 70s and early 80s is like the thing that has we sent up to space right. for the most part is classic rock it's gonna be classic and everything rock, else yeah. is like you know and like you said and it's it's still kind of building it's like well that's classic rock and that's classic rock right. and it's just kind of like pop rock i mean yeah. a lot of yeah. it is like i mean you know that's yeah I, it's a thing i think about a lot in terms of just like how long will classic rock radio last Right. Because right. like these generations, I mean, of course, there's like <laughs> a lot of when kids will that our are loving it. not make any when, sense when, whatsoever. Mean, that's, that's current, Jeff. We're currently there. But like, you know, well, you're the not boomers there because, are dying off and stuff. But as long as people are listening to radio, yeah. yes, it will exist. Right. Yeah. And so yeah, at a certain point, it might go away. But I also do believe like you see it. Leonard Skinner cruises and Kid Rock cruises. Oh, like, yeah. There's yeah. still an audience. And like, I bet you Kid Rock probably has a song on classic rock stations too. Oh, you know, does. it's like, yeah. you know, it's like, it's the, the classic rock is like now a catch all. So mm-hmm. it basically is like, I think here's my big statement of the, of the show. It's going to really come <laughs> back it. on Do all it. the forums. Oh, this is going to be on I, AV club. I think that classic rock uh-huh. is the rock that you listen to when you were in your 20s and teens. And so as we keep on getting older, you just keep on adding on to the pile, right? Yeah. So it's sort of yeah. like, oh, when I was in high school, I listened to Kid Rock. Now that's classic rock because that was rock when I was... And, and, then, and then you get grandfathered in like the great Led Zeppelin songs or mm-hmm. the Who songs. Mm-hmm. And it just becomes like a great... It, it's Jack FM. It just becomes like... Yes. And so like it it's will never SNL die. season when you were in high school. That's exactly yes. what it is, 100%. And it will, so it continues to replenish itself. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It, the only difference is that Black Sabbath, or I mean, which is, you know, whatever, or like, you know, Motley Crue, they just have been around a little bit longer. Yeah. So right. it's like, it feels like, oh, are people dying out? It's like, yeah, but like every fourth song is that. And then there'll be a Motley Crue song in there probably, right. or there'll be a, whatever, you know. Foo like, Fighters. And then yeah, like, I've, Fighters, heard, I've yeah. heard Gin Blossoms. On a yes. classic rock station before. Oh my gosh, Runaway Train so. is definitely playing on oh, Soul, uh, Asylum. Soul Asylum. Yeah, hundred <laughs> percent. I mean, when Billie like, Eilish didn't know who Van Halen was, I was like, "Yeah, of course." That I'm not surprised. Why are we right. making this into a thing? Like, well, just because, like, it's like how old the uh, you know she is at that. But there, there, right. it, it's like it's not her SNL cast per right. se. It's right. like in my punk and like metal world, I came from like 
kids 20 years younger than me will be like some band that i'm like oh that was way past my prime they're like that was my high school band that's my well, classic yeah. band etc and i'm like oh i have no relationship with them well and i think that I, i've noticed that when i was a kid or when i was in high school everyone was into the doors that was our going oh, yes, backwards 100 yes, right yeah. and then now i've noticed that people like recently in high school they're going to nirvana yeah. Right. Yep. And then Nirvana was my contemporary. The Doors were like my dad and mom's music, even though that's not their music. But like, you know, in that age, <laughs> my dad you know, was at then, the concert when he pulled his dick out. He, then he got whoa. interviewed by the news when the Oliver Stone movie came out. <laughs> Holy shit. Um, but like that. <laughs> but like, you know what I'm saying? It's like it's weird yeah. how like what like those defining bands become bigger you know, and, yeah. and it's I got to say, I saw that Foo Fighters concert and you look around and you're like, oh, here are some old people and there are some young people, but it's primarily old people. And um, there was something, oh, I was going to say this about Billie Eilish. Everything changed for me when I, okay, this is, I'm going to, I had to back up this joke. Okay. <laughs> I, uh, well, it's not even a joke. It's okay. like, so when I was a kid, I had Billy Crystal's stand-up album. Oh, yeah. Right? Sure. Called, like, You Look Marvelous. Yes. Or Marvelous. Yep. Yeah. Uh, and on it, he was talking about raising his daughter, and he's talking about, like, showing his daughter music, and his daughter says, oh, my God, Paul McCartney was in a band before Wings? <laughs> right? So that's the... And, and, and I never really... I didn't even really understand that joke, because I didn't know Wings, and I wasn't even, like, the biggest, like, Beatles fan at that yeah, point. Right? Yeah. I was like, okay, but I understand something about that. Then, when Paul McCartney played with Kanye West, the Grammys a handful of years ago, probably yeah. eight years ago, or um, everyone on Twitter, or a majority of people on Twitter are like, I love that Kanye gives all these artists a chance to, like, get out there. <laughs> like, like, wow, cool, Kanye's introducing us to yeah. this, like, older guy yeah. who's really talented. Like, he's a and hermit that doesn't do any shows or anything like that Like, whatsoever. it could have been like, you know, Kanye found the golden-throated, uh, you know, uh, houseless person, yeah. and he's like, come up on stage with come me at on. the Grammys, you know? It's like, oh, God, I hope this guy Paul McCartney gets an album deal off of this, <laughs> you know? And, and, and it's like, it's a amazing because I think my generation or my time and even still now mm -hmm. and I don't mean to sound like an old person but I look back and I wanted to look back and I look back yeah. now more as an older person than I did even as a younger person because like oh what I eliminated from my lexicon of like 70s movies I thought they were boring when I was a kid I don't want to watch Taxi Driver I don't want now right. I'm like oh I love this and this is really great you know and it's interesting like there's so much content that so uh, that uh, that people don't go backwards a lot. Yeah. yeah. And, you know, and even like, I, we were talking about this the other day on Unspooled, like, I was like, oh, Magic Mike is over a decade old. Right. Like, My God. to some people, they're like, oh, I just saw, or this is a new movie to them. They don't even know, like, that's an old movie. Like, My niece no told me is a decade on Netflix, old. she's been starting to watch some older movies. And I was like, I sighed. I was like, what is it going to be? And it was Donnie Darko. And I was so like, good. oh, yeah. like a classic. Yeah. But like, it is a hard conundrum because it's like you get older because like we're around the same age and yeah. I didn't want to, you don't want to become the old guy, but I, I always looked back as well. Like, and like, I remember like always I'd get so frustrated teaching uh, sketch at UCB right. and I'd have like a younger student who's like, well, I mean, I'm 22. How am I supposed to know that? And I was like, because right. that's partly your job as like a right. writer is to know yeah the lexicon you don't have to know everything but i was like i watched 70 i watched movies and listened to records before i was born <laughs> like i don't right. know what to tell you <laughs> well i think that this is the thing it's like and i think that that idea of being like i consider myself you know uh 
my pop culture knowledge is something that I, I like and I, mm-hmm. they, I don't try to keep it up. It's, it's just my own interest. I like right. knowing about stuff. So I know, you know, I know enough about Scream 6 as much as I know about Scream 1, you know, and I'm not, I'm not, you know, but I think part of, I think part of being a comedian, part of being a writer, part of being anyone who creates is just to stay up on it. Right. Yes. So it's like, okay. Um, if everyone's talking about three busy Debras, I'm watching three busy Debras. Right, I right. mean, and you know, it's like, or, uh, if everyone's watching Atlanta, like it's like not to get caught in, well, I don't get it. You right, know, that's right. not, that's not funny to me. You just want to like, experience it and know what it is. Well, and, and I do also think it's like, you cut yourself off. Like, yeah. it, like I know when people go like, and again, I'm not here to defend, uh, Larry, the cable guy, but I will. Oh no, that's, and we're, say, we're, we're very pro Larry, the cable guy show here. <laughs> yeah. This is a safe space for, uh, for Larry heads. Pro CG. <laughs> but you know, it's like, to me, it's like my whole thought is it's like, if it's working right. with a large group of people, it's working. Right. Yeah. You know, and, and I think that like, like, you know, and, and to cut anything off and be like, well, that's not for me. It's like. I don't know. I don't know. And I think we're in a weird zone and this is not me talking about like woke culture at all, but it's like when, but like when, um, Jeff Foxworthy, and these are not my comedians. These are people that I don't go soup. These are your favorite guys. These are my favorite guys. These are your guys that you're naming here. But when you go in like, and you see like people start to dissect like, Oh, like this Larry, the cable guy joke is so this, or no, no, it was, a it was, um, Oh, uh, I'm sorry. I just said his name and I forgot. Jeff Foxworthy. Yeah, he made yeah. a joke about giving everybody second, but everybody gets a trophy or whatever it was. Right. I remember and, it was, that and, and, yeah. and my whole thing about that was it's like a bar joke. Yeah. It's not a good joke, No, but it's not a joke to be mad at. Right. Yeah. It's like, it's not a joke. Like, and I don't think that like we should be treating anything like that, but it's weird because now everything is going through a lens where it's like, well, I don't watch it. It's, it's tricky. Cause it's like, I think. Sometimes they're the jokes. Sometimes they're bad jokes. Some, you know, and if if something is actively pushing an agenda that I think is, there's a difference yes. between a bad joke and a bad point of view. Yeah, and I think it's hard to draw a line between those two things. And sometimes yeah. it can be both, but sometimes they're just a bad joke. And it's, there's nothing more. It's just like Jeff Foxworthy he does like joke jokes. Yeah, they're like mm-hmm. joke jokes. Yeah, and you know, I don't know. It's so anyway, hard I, when like I. I do another podcast called The Canon Canon, and we only talk about Canon films and like the entire right. Canon oh, film love, group. Yeah, yeah. But like part of it is the concept of like, well, you can't, uh, I, it's taking umbrage with just like, oh, it's just a genre and exploitation film. And it's just like, well, no, to me, it's a representation of what exactly is going on in that time. And like the Death Wish series is huge. So, like, yeah. whether you like it or not, and I personally love them, and they are problematic all at the same time, because I'm an adult, and that's how I can see the world sometimes, but if people are very into them, and it's, like, 1984, you start to want to go through, well, what was going on? Like, that, this is the thing that is going on, that people love it enough to gravitate towards this. Why are there three missing-in-action movies, this obsession with, like, Vietnam and POW, like, all these various <laughs> things, and what does that mean for... And it's the same as, like, people in a very... Like, I don't watch all of them anymore either, but, like to pull the old man move of just like, ah, Marvel movies are just for kids. It's just like... I agree, yes. They, yes. But they are making billions of dollars, so they are representative of whatever the culture is right now, so it's interesting, at least in that aspect. And and I gotta say, like, and this is the thing, and, and it really does go back to, there's like three things at play, which is 
you can't wholesale discount anything, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's like, if it works, it works. There are great Marvel movies that I love. Mm-hmm. There are Marvel movies that I don't like as much. Yeah. Um, but on a whole, I really enjoy them. Same thing with Star Wars. It's like, I loved Andor. I'm watching Mandalorian. I'll go, I'm I'm all in. I have my issues with uh, a good handful of Star Wars stuff as well. Yeah. Uh, but at the same time, I'm like, I don't discount anything. And we were talking about this again on Unspooled. Like, I never watched Magic Mike. And the reason why I never watched Magic Mike was because I was like, oh, that's not for me. That's like a, a movie that women go see to see dudes. And I fucking love Magic Mike. And that's I love so Magic good. Mike XXL even more. I love it more I mean, because that's they go what to Myrtle Beach. Fast and the Furious uh, yeah. for me. Yeah. Yep. Yes. Oh, and I'll say a weird connection. I actually saw, I think, Fast and Furious 5 with you, but we oh, weren't the, sitting in, together. Oh, my because gosh. Because I was, I was in town. I was not living in L.A., and me and Gil, uh, Emily, Emily at the time, Emily Strawn, yeah. Emily Ozeri were doing a show at UCB, our show we wrote. And then oh, we wow. came over because Gil was like, I got his tickets for Fast Five. Oh, yeah. that's a, <laughs> And that's we walked amazing. in from UCB sweating because we had done Hilarious. this dumb fucking Mighty Boosh style oh, show. Man. And then like I was like, I don't know anything about the Fast and Furious movies. That's the best one to get in yeah. on. Yeah. And I was like, oh, my God, people are invested in this. And now I oh, am, yeah. too. Oh, and by the way, it seems like Fast 10 is all about Fast Five. I mean, I this mean, is exciting. Oh, my God. It Which is also back. crazy. Uh, just on a side note, I watched Police Story, Jackie Chan, the other day for the first oh, time. yeah. I was like, did they just take that favela scene oh. from the beginning of Police Story? Yes. <laughs> it's so crazy. It's so it's so nuts. And that's the thing. It's like, I just feel like cutting yourself off from anything yeah. is bad. I think, but also being able to look at it with a critical eye mm-hmm. is good, right? And it's sort of like this debate of if you show something that is problematic or you talk about something that has problematic things, like you can address that. And also then, but also there, it's not... Again, it's like not throwing out the baby with the bathwater. It's like, oh, okay, well, but there are some things in here. Like Death Wish, you're right. Problematic, but really interesting. And it still works because John Wick and Taken are essentially... It's the same thing. Updated yes. Death Wish. Yeah. You know, uh, you know, different, different things are happening. Um, so I think it's always an interesting conversation. And I think it's sort of... Uh, I think that sometimes you can knock things out because you view it as not for yourself. Right. You can knock things out because... It does have an overtly problematic element yeah. to it, mm-hmm. or you know, or you could just you know be higher than it, and just because like, yeah. I also think it's like it's amazing to watch people do something. I don't know. I just get I'm I'm always constantly impressed by. I get excited watching new stuff. I get yeah, excited I seeing stuff, yeah. and I'm like, oh, that's that's like it's really. I don't know. I think, and I also feel like all the people I admire are people who are always like game to fuck around and yeah. play and yeah. try new things. I yeah. love that feel. I know that feeling you're talking about when you're seeing something for the first time, and it's like, God damn it, this was made for me. Yeah, I'm, yeah. I mean, I'm all in. Like also, I was that way with like BBC Ghosts. Yes. Oh yeah. And I was just like, holy shit! I got to watch all of this. There, I don't think there's ever been a show that's been made for me like this. I mean, that's the hard part. It is also why you want to like go back as well, because it's yeah. like I didn't know about Dario Argento until I graduated college, I think, and then it became my entire life. Garth yeah. Marenghi's oh, Dark yeah. Place, like that was oh, like, oh my god, what a late game life changer like in a lot of ways i mean it's so amazing and it's also like you know to me it's also like you get to see something like uh, natalie palmides who does that nate show did you see that i saw saw nate right before the pandemic hit i saw it at what used to be ucb chelsea which was an improv asylum for a little bit okay Um, yeah what a show (laughs) yeah like and that was like what a fucking show and it's like but that stuff excites me it's like and you got to find that it's maybe maybe i don't know if that's something i would have not that i wouldn't have it may not have been something I would have 
sought out if I didn't hear about it from friends. That's why I feel like it's good to talk about like, what are we watching? What do we like? Yeah. What are, like share the stuff, elevate people's uh, voices and also open yourself up to stuff because I also feel like as a director, as a writer, as anything, you get inspired. Maybe the, the direct, you know, the, the people who made Fast and Furious 5 stole from Police Story. They probably did. And and then more and more <laughs> we go back on Unspooled and watch shit. I'm like, oh wait, I thought that was originated in the thing that I originally liked. It's clearly stolen yeah. from here. Yeah. Like, you know, it's, it's always like that. I think the moral of the story is just go back and listen to those Earth, Wind, and Fire records. That is truly what it all yeah. boils down yeah. to. Back back. to Earth, Wind, and Fire. Um, but it's like, you know what? Break break the chain a little bit. Yes. Uh, yeah. You know, and... and like uh, Fleetwood and, Mac yeah. said. Yeah. Exactly, man. <laughs> oh, Paul, you've got so much going on. You've got so many... Po- I, th- I truly think, and I don't know, I'm not... Don't, don't let Tom ever hear this. Oh, no. No, no. Well, yeah, I, yeah, I yeah, think yeah. you're the hardest working man. Uh, you know, I don't want to take anything away from Tom Sherman. Get a bit beautiful studio. I want that. I want that studio. I love that studio. It looks amazing. I, uh, have you, know, you been I, sitting um, around Ed Vig Studios lately? Like, like I, I do. I do. Yeah. I love the Headgum Studio. I know. I got like he always says come up, and then I'm like, oh, I know. I have to like follow through on that. Right. Like, that right. is. Like, it's not like. I want to, and then I see it. I'm like, oh, I just, just, I just got to text him. You got to come. You got to come whenever you want. You'll just, and and if it's not like pre-scheduled, you be, you can just be a surprise guest. We'd love to have you whenever. I love love when Jason tells me a musician's coming on and I should come down to, and I say I won't be there. Yes, Uh, that is the first thing he'll say. Uh, (laughs) I love it. Hardest working Uh, man in podcast with how how did this get made? Unspooled. Yeah, God, dude. And then you do your Twitch channel. I got that. I got some stuff, you know, but here's the thing. It's because it's great. You get to, you, we all know how, what it is to work on like real things and how that kind of come, come and go or how there is a lot of time in between there. So it's like, for me, it's sort of like, you got to just always be doing your own stuff. Yeah, taking more. You know, it's like I just we just shot this great pilot with um, Marta Kaufman, June and yes. I. It's an improvised multicam uh, over at CBS, and that's super fun. And then that was you know for a month of hard work, and now it's now it's now passed to the next level. And then we'll hear what's going on there, and then we'll right, see what right. the next step is. But to me, it's like I don't like. I think the UCB taught me that idea of yeah. don't wait around for something to happen just keep on making your own stuff and the yeah. fact that we could go do the twitch show every week it's just fun it's just yeah. fun it's yeah. loose whatever it's disposable and i'm happy with it like yes. that's all i want yep and, and that's, perform and do all that stuff and that's yeah. twitch.tv slash friend zone yes yes and then you have a you have a book coming out I have a book. Well, I I will eventually be having a book coming yes. out i am in the middle of writing it mm-hmm. and uh that's been a really fun process over the do pandemic uh, yeah, I just was like, I want to try to do this. Yeah, I don't know why, but I, I felt a, a, an urge to do it. And I wanted to do it the right way. So I wrote, I made myself like write about five essays. And then mm-hmm. I went out and found an agent, uh, a literary agent that I liked. And mm-hmm. he helped me kind of craft it a little bit more. And then I went out and pitched with about 110 pages written. Because the last thing I wanted to do was sell a book and then have nothing. And then be like, right. oh, yeah. uh, okay. Because yeah. Yeah, I think a lot of people like, all right, I'm going to write a book. <laughs> yeah. And, you know, and it's like, it's hard. It's hard yeah. work. And yeah. so now, you know, so I was happy to have 100 pages ready to go. And then I've just written another 100 pages in Microsoft Word. So we'll see. Yeah. And then, you know, all these things will get merged and trimmed and everything. But I have to hand it in. I think my first cut is due in like May. So I have a couple, you know, I have a couple more pieces I want to write. It's also emotionally taxing. Like I'm, I'm, I'm kind of, I'm kind of keeping my book, uh, 
primarily focus. Like, it's going to lightly touch on some adult stuff, but I'm really mm-hmm. kind of keeping it more in a like a really like up to college, and then it will kind of jump ahead to like some uh, like parenting stuff not right. like not like uh not parenthood like a paul reiser book it's right, just like right, a, right you know but more just like kind of like where we are now yeah but it'll be like parenthood the tv series but it'll not be the more movie. like yeah, the tv exactly. series yeah exactly oh paul well thank you so much for thank joining you. us we really appreciate it it's my it's pleasure so much fucking fun having you on we gotta we gotta have uh we gotta have him back we yeah. gotta know what's happening uh, yeah, get, yeah I, I love this premise uh it's such a great show and thank, uh, thank you, you for having me thank, thank you, you so much Hey, you can get more Hawk at 1089thehawk.com. Of course, we have announced our Patreon that does launch on May 1st. You're going to get a ton of different shows from that that are being announced here and there as we get up to May 1st. Also, Apple Podcasts, what do they do, Jeff? People, you got to give them five-star reviews. You You can do that Spotify, too. If you're giving less than five stars, what are you doing with your life? Find something better to do. But if you do give that five-star review... Let us know what classic rock song was ruined by classic rock radio. And also let me know. I really like this, A lot like of foxy ladies. A lot, a lot of foxy, foxy ladies. ladies. We have yeah. seen a lot of foxy ladies in there. Yeah, Jimmy's uh, up there. Ruined. I don't, I don't know if I believe that. Well, but, we'll talk about that uh, on our know, future we'll Hawk that. Rock talk on Jimi yeah. Hendrix on our yeah. Patreon. All right. Well, thank you so much. More Hawk coming next week. And uh, yeah, we'll see you then on 108.9 The Hawk.